It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. I don't remember. If you don't know from the intro, if you don't know from the intro already or from the title, we're here to record a Back to the Future commentary. This is going to be the first of the trilogy. We're going to do all yeah. three movies. And uh, the f- yeah, because uh, last week we did the future. Episode. Yeah, we talked about the future and stuff. So this is a good follow up on that. We and, and besides, these are just good movies. Yeah, I mean, and so it's not just three commentaries in a row. We're going to spread these out, but we're going to pretty much do them all in one take, or at least the first two because those are the ones we really like. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, and another reason we're doing this now is because it's going to be taken off of Netflix off by June 30th. Yeah, we are watching this on Netflix. So um, this first one will be out before it's off Netflix, but the next couple ones, hopefully it'll be on something else like Hulu. I don't know what it's going to. Yeah, if it's not, I guess you'll just, just find have your to, copy. You'll just have to buy the movie or something. If, I mean... Yeah. You should have a copy of this movie. <laughs> we should have a copy of this movie. Yeah, I don't know why copy. we don't have a copy of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. um, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite movies ever, uh, and I'm excited for this one. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, and before I tell you everything, you know, if you haven't heard other commentaries, um, so tonight we are just drinking, um, you're drinking just some, what? I'm drinking... Uh, Jameson? Yeah, I'm drinking Jameson and... Uh, and some ginger ale, uh, whiskey ginger. I didn't feel like using my nice my nice whiskey for this. So <laughs> Jameson. Well, I didn't um, feel like using nice anything for this, and I'm trying to save money. But <laughs> I'm drinking black uh, the black spice rum cracking again. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't even buy this Jameson. It was a gift. There you go. I do like Jameson. It's good for mixing, taking shots and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a classic. But, so yeah, I'm wearing. I'm drinking. I'm not special. wearing cracking, even though I do have a cracking sweater. Yes. But it is not sweater weather. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I'm drinking Kraken ginger ale. Uh, so yeah, that's out of the way. So if you haven't listened to other commentaries or you're new to the show, well, for one, if you're new to the show, thank you for listening to us. Yeah, and, welcome um, if you're new. Check us out on... <laughs> let me just get out of the way. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Check out our Facebook group. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can, if you want to. Um, that really helps and our Instagram, that's where we put most of our stuff related to our yeah, episodes. Instagram is the we main put pictures, one. you know, whatever that's so yeah, check the, all yeah. that stuff out. Um, on the link tree below. Yeah. We the have the link tree in the description and, um, and sh- yeah, and share it, share with your friends. And another crazy thing we talked about this in the previous episode is that, you are listening to us in the past, but this episode comes out in the future. But when you listen to it, it's in your present. But yes. everything you're listening to... You are in our future. 
But everything you're listening to is in the past. Yeah, but you're so, listening to it in the present. In a way, everyone involved is a time traveler. Or in a way, yeah. A time... Everyone is time... Uh, well, technically, we are time traveling right now into the future. Just very, uh, very normal speed. At though. a normal speed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, and we don't have to go 88 miles per hour. And we don't have no. to have a DeLorean. I've gone 88 miles per hour. I didn't time travel. It, I, yeah, I didn't, didn't do anything. I didn't have a DeLorean. I didn't. I had a, I had a Nissan. Yeah. Those, I, I've heard Nissans are not very good for time traveling. But DeLoreans weren't really good cars anyways. They're cool. No, they were terrible cars. But they're cool, yeah. right? They're they're cool looking. But they, <laughs> they were pretty awful cars, yeah. Uh, they actually are making, like, new ones. Really? Yeah, like reproductions that are actually good. Yeah, they um, they wouldn't... Really, the DeLorean wouldn't have become such a famous car if it, were not, were if not it wasn't for, for Back, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, if you haven't listened to one of our commentaries before, the way we do it... Um, I'll say three, two, one, play, and then that's when you start. Um, and then we will have a sync point um, on this one. Let's sync of the Universal logo. Yeah, I think that's simple. So when enough. we when we see the Universal logo, then uh, you we'll say it's got to be yeah. on theme. We'll say Great Scott. Great Scott. And when um, we say Great Scott, you should also be on the Universal logo if you're not. And you, you should to, also be saying Great Scott. You should also be saying Great Scott. And if we say know, Great Scott around the same time, <laughs> then you're probably And just good. to make it even easier for you, we'll do a second sync point on the fly because we've done that before. Yes. Uh, so three. Here we go. We're three, yeah. two, one, play. Let's adjust the screen so I can see it a little bit better. There we go. <laughs> Great Scott. Great Scott. Yeah. That <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> well, there's definitely sound on your computer. I can't remember if there's no sound. Oh, here's the sound. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just the quiet at first. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis, Steven Spielberg. Double sync at the Back to the Future logo. Just fade it out right there. Just fade it out. You know, I might even be nice enough to do a triple sync for you guys. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's really weird, this movie. One thing, uh, I think I saw it in a video, maybe it was a stand-up thing. Uh, someone pointed out that they never explain how um, Doc Brown and Marty McFly have you know, became friends. Well, there's a whole theory to that. Because uh, it's like this high school kid and <laughs> a disgraced nuclear physicist. And it's, it's just weird. <laughs> I love all the clocks. Um, yeah. Yeah, can you do full screen? I didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. I wanted you to be the one to be blamed. That's <laughs> yeah, my mansion destroyed. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, there's a couple good theories just in this first movie, but more of them makes more sense and part two. So I'm only going to talk about the ones that pertain to this movie. Okay. I, I've always liked this scene here, this opening oh, scene. Oh, it's a great open scene. It's a really cool, like, pan, like single shot.
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he stole plutonium. So Doc stole plutonium from uh, the Libyans, right? Yeah, he's just a straight up thief. <laughs> Very questionable man. I mean, <laughs> hey, I love it. you. Gotta love him. Like Marty should not be hanging out with Doc. Well, there's a whole theory why Marty is hanging out with Doc. Yeah, but I'll get into that later. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's dog food. Okay. It's it's food for, for Einstein. Who, it's food for whoever you need it to be for. True. It's Charlie. I mean, food. you can eat that. Charlie food. It is edible. Mm, but it's pour nasty. More, pour more whiskey. I dropped the cap. So we get our hero, or one of our heroes, I guess, the protagonists. Yeah. I really like Marty McFly. Oh, he's great. I love Michael J. Fox. Um, it's really sad that he ha- had early onset Parkinson's. Yeah. He got it. He was diagnosed with it around the time this trilogy ended. Really? In the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's very that's very early for Parkinson's. I mean, only he's later in life doing good, but he officially retired from acting this year. Yeah. Um he, he just turned 60, which is just so crazy. But he would have done I know he would have done so much more and I even have a feeling they would have done another one of these if he didn't have Parkinson's. Possibly. Yeah. Um Parkinson's is rough. Yeah. Uh but the sad thing is, well, it's not a sad thing because I don't think they should do another I like one. Like this tiny little guitar he has. Yeah, a little portable. <laughs> and this giant speaker. I did in Halloween 2015. I did Marty McFly for Halloween. Oh, which version? Which uh, the first line? one because I didn't have the fancy jacket that he had. Oh, okay. Uh, first movie. There's a couple different versions you can do. I did the puffer vest. That's the classic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I got my dad to dress up. You as could Doc also Brown. do the leather jacket and the fedora one. Oh yeah, part two. Aviators. But I, I yeah, I did the uh, like the jean jacket with the puffer vest over it and the sunglasses and a skateboard. Nice. <laughs> so. It is a little sus that an old mad scientist wants this teenager to meet him at a mall, yeah. at a mall parking lot at 1.15 a.m. It's really weird that they're friends. I could see <laughs> how outsiders would think there's something going on here. And there is something going but, on here, but it's not. It's <laughs> but when they watched this in the 80s, they were just like, they just accepted it. People were just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a whole thing. I might as well start I talking mean, hell, about it. I mean, hell, now. honestly... Rick and Morty does a better job setting up why Morty and, and Rick are hanging out together. Right, because he's family. They're family, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which Rick and Morty, for those who don't know, is based off of Back to the Future, essentially. Because Justin Roiland did a parody cartoon called Doc and Marty. And it's really... Yeah. Um, do not watch it in front of your kids. In fact, I don't even recommend you watch it. But it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It involves... <laughs> 
I'm going to say is it's very before Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland, where he didn't have producers and when he didn't have Dan Harmon breathing over his shoulders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's bad, but it's basically Rick and Morty. He does the same voices, and that's what it's based off of. And he originally wanted Rick and Morty to be a time travel show, but then he went with the portals thing to make it less convoluted, even though it ended up being convoluted. Yeah. Um, I haven't been watching that show in a while. I've not watched um, season four. Apparently season five is coming out. And I, I got over it after season two. Yeah. Season two. Cause like, I liked oh, it that's an old Mountain Dew hat. I liked it up until okay. there. And then I watched the third season. It was fine. Huey Lewis in the news. Power of love. Always love Huey Lewis. <laughs> um, which Huey Lewis contributes to one of the theories I have in this. Ooh. Well, it's not my theory, but... Is, is oh, that's the original actress for Jennifer. Yeah. Strickland. I mean, there's something really confusing about his character. Yeah. Well, it's not confusing, but he's... The same character in the fifties. He looks the same and everything. He acts the same. <laughs> yeah. But apparently he's born in eighteen eighty five. Which implies that he's a hundred years old right now. He's gotta be like a time lord or something like he's that. He's I don't maybe not a time lord, maybe but maybe vampire. like a one of the found like constants of the universe. Yeah. Which I do have I think Marty, Doc, and Biff are definitely constants of the universe, and Strickland could be too. <laughs> There's always a version of him. There's Huey Lewis. Oh hell yeah! Um, <laughs> this part's pretty cringy. I gotta lie. That's a cool. Is that a Strat? It looks no, like it's one. not a Fender though. No, it's not a Fender. It's a Strat body. I think it's an Ibanez. It maybe? looks like an Ibanez head. Yeah. Yeah, it's an yeah. Ibanez. It's an Ibanez. Yeah, that's they're both playing Ibanez. I play. I bet. I play that. I went to Telluride uh, not too long ago, and uh, at the Telluride Music Shop, they had a a 1983 Strat with like noiseless Ooh. pickups and like all these dif- like this different tone knob thing. Nice. It was really cool. Jimmy's down on Main Street has a um, an old uh, Telly. Nice. Yeah, it's very cool. Some peop- people wish she would have uh, stayed. Yeah. Um, it's. <laughs> I don't want to bum us out, but it is kind of sad why she wasn't in the second one. I've never heard why. Her mom was fighting cancer when it was time to film the second one, so she didn't want to film this. Oh. So they were, but Bob Zemeckis was like, well, we got to film this, so they got yeah. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, recast. There's sometimes there's been 
there's been like movies where there's a recast that like annoyed me, and then I found out why they recast it. I was like, yeah. oh, that makes sense. Um, one no, of them, I like Elizabeth Shue, but one, in in Harry Potter, um, like was that the Crab or Goyle? And it's Claudia Wells. That's the original actress. Oh yeah, right here. But in Harry Potter, the characters Crab and Goyle, they replaced one of them, like in like the third or fourth movie. Oh yeah. Um, and I just always thought it was just stupid that they replaced them. I didn't know the reason. It was because the actor went to prison. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that, and then that makes sense why they recast him. Okay, the theory starts now. Doc it either told this lady or made sure that this lady would talk to Marty right here about the clock tower. Okay. Because she hands him... She hands him the pamphlet that has the date that the clock tower was struck by lightning. Oh, yeah. So he would know. So basically, okay, let me just get into it. The, here's the theory. Okay. This isn't the original timeline. Okay. So kind of like how at the end of the movie, the it, so things, basically things changed in the... In the original timeline, Marty was even more of an a-hole, right? Yeah. Because he's, he's whatever right here. He's just an 80s teenager. He gets better throughout the movie, though, definitely. But in the original timeline, he was an a-hole. Oh, that says orgy American style, by the way. I just want to say that in the background. <laughs> um, did they just show porn at theaters like in broad daylight with everyone knowing it in the 80s? I have no idea. In the I... town square. And he, he's riding back of the cop car. car, yeah. On a skateboard, that's pretty ballsy. I would never get um, away with that. <laughs> but it's the 80s, right? In but, the 80s, everyone was just doing cocaine. They didn't care about things. It was, yeah. It's <laughs> but anyways, the theory goes, Marty just stole the time machine and the original time machine, went back to the 50s, and was trapped there forever. <laughs> And oh. he had to just live his life. He became Huey Lewis. <laughs> That's why Huey... Lu the timeline had to correct itself, so Huey Lewis became a teacher. Oh. Because he knew all the songs, so he went back in time and was just famous off the songs. Yeah. So there's that. But then Doc felt horrible for him getting trapped in the 50s. So he ensured that this movie would happen, essentially. Okay. Yeah. And that's why Doc knows him. And the theory goes like, oh, Doc um, met him early on, mentored him, tried to make him a better person, whatever, and then just made sure that he this would happen. Okay. It's Biff. That doesn't really make it any less weird that Doc and Marty are hanging out. Well, it, it makes explains it... explains it a little bit more. It makes it sadder. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> Do you think this is the prime timeline? I don't think it is actually. No, I don't know. So uh George McFly uh forget his name, the actor. Uh I don't remember um Crispin Glover. Right. 
so he wasn't in Back to the Future 2 or 3. Well, he definitely wasn't 3. But they used this likeness. And they used... Um, they did makeup on the other actor that looked like him to look like him, right? Okay. And that's why huh. he's upside down. You can't see him that much. Um, yeah. And they also, like, layered his the image of his face onto the actors, like, using this new technology. Oh, that's clever. Like an 80s deep fake. <laughs> but apparently there's a bunch of lawsuits and stuff because he didn't <laughs> agree to have his likeness in the sequel. Yeah. Um, but, you know. That type of stuff is weird where, like, you... The actor's likeness, but then the character belongs to the studio. Yeah, exactly. I'm just glad Leah Thompson stayed. Uh, That's his mom. Yeah. And the makeup is really good, actually. I think they go a little overboard on it in the second one when they have, like, old Marty and stuff. Yeah. Because, honestly, Michael J. Fox looked way better than old Marty did. Yeah. But you know, but they it, had to make it obvious. It still works, whatever. though. No, yeah. it still works. So their life sucks. Yeah, Marty's family is super depressing. <laughs> it's super depressing and it sucks. <laughs> and the reason is, is because in the original timeline, he gets hit by the car, and she falls in. I forget what. Doc explains it later, like what it's called when a nurse falls in love with their patient. Oh, yeah. It's that type of thing. But he was always a wimp. But when Marty come, goes back in the past, then he makes him face up to Biff and all that stuff. And, and then she he's falls successful. in love with him because he's cool. Yeah, because he's yeah. cool. Yeah, he did. We're about to see that happen. Uh, did she drink some of that vodka earlier i wasn't paying attention yeah she does she does now i think she's definitely one of those house moms that drinks a lot (laughs) oh there it is what is that just nondescript vodka (laughs) (laughs) probably is something i just have no idea what it is yeah I've always thought that um I always thought that Michael J. Fox would be a great Peter Parker if they made Spider Man back then. Yeah. Like a I good could, Spider-Man. I could back see that. Then. Yeah. But he's not as cool as the the Japanese Spider Man <laughs> this time. That shit was so cool. That's the coolest. <laughs> Fought giant monsters and stuff <laughs> yeah it's like nothing met. about him was spider-man really except for the costume for the costume he got his powers from like alien no planet x or something some like, i don't remember yeah <laughs> who sleeps like that 
<laughs> I mean, I'll sleep like that if I pass out. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know. I've, I've slept like that before, I guess. So. <laughs> I've woken up in weird positions. Oh, yeah, he's going to be dark. Marty. <laughs> Marty. Get your camera so you can film me <laughs> in the parking lot. Christopher Lloyd has... Just, no, I love Christopher Lloyd. He's always been old. Yeah, he looks the same. And that's a that's actually a gag in this movie. Because when they go back in the 50s, the only thing different is he has his hair shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Twin Pines Mall. one sixteen a.m. There's a whole freaking crazy-ass theory. Okay. That Robert Zemeckis predicted 9-11 with Back to the Future. Oh, that's stupid. No, it, dude, as soon as I point everything out, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Because it's crazy. Because they, they, he like hit the tree. And it becomes Lone Pine, but Lone there's Pine. more than that. Yeah. It's If you flip 11-16 a.m., that's 9-11. There's another part in the movie where you clearly see 9-11, and it's in the big part of the movie. Okay. I'll show you. Point it out when it Yeah, when it happens. is crazy. And Doc gets attacked by terrorists. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like Simpsons predicting the future, like how on point they are. Yeah, the <laughs> Simpsons, the way they've... Is it all a coincidence? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> it is really weird, though. Does his parents not question this? Like no, they, they seem. This it seems like only the uh, the principal is like not okay. Is he with, like a weird uncle? Yeah. I mean, hell, uh, you you would at least like expect a comment from the parents. Like, I don't want you hanging out with that guy. <laughs> but he has a dog, and he has a car I mean hell van. in in Star Wars Luke's parents comment about how they don't want him hanging out with Ben. Yeah. <laughs> because and, that is a good and that's, question. And that's less weird than this. <laughs> I love Einstein. <laughs> He's the first time traveler. He is good dog it would be really sad and upsetting if it didn't work and he just disintegrated einstein that'd be terrible it just I killed his dog i wouldn't like this, this movie anymore <laughs> it's pretty good at controlling it with that remote control that is cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> also what if it doesn't work he just killed himself in this teenager yeah this is <laughs> ran over he really trusts that this works and this is the first time he's testing it i presume i i presume yeah <laughs> i can see how justin roiland got rick and morty from this <laughs> <laughs> Marty's slowly inching away. <laughs> yeah. 
trust me, Marty. I guess he has tested it. Because he knows what's going to happen, right? Or is he just insane? I think he's a little bit insane. Well, he's definitely a little insane, but like, how insane? That's the question. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Classic. That's a classic scene. Yeah. I know we may seem like we're trying to be really cynical about all this, but we love it. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, his reaction there is saying that, like, he did not test it beforehand. (laughs) He's like, yeah, it actually worked. Holy crap. (laughs) Imagine a reality where it doesn't. He just, like, pushes Marty in front of the car. (laughs) 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 Runs off. <laughs> okay. The time machine so, and the original script for this, which the original script went through so many movie studios like over and over until Universal accepted it. Yeah. But anyways, Time Machine was going to be refrigerator. Nah. <laughs> but they had to change that cuz they didn't want kids trying to climb into refrigerator cuz that can be a death trap for a kid. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's why they Pick the DeLorean because it's stainless steel. And that's why the freezing bit still stays. Because uh, it was originally refrigerated. That makes sense, yeah. That would have been so lame. There's a there's a reality where it is a refrigerator. Yeah. And a bunch of parents filed lawsuits because their kids climbed into it to time travel. <laughs> that's a reality. <laughs> it's one of one of the one of the multiple timelines out there. Yeah. There's also one where Eric Stoltz is in this movie. Because they practically filmed a whole movie of him. Yeah. And then they quickly figured out he wasn't funny. <laughs> he's a great actor. Yeah. But he, he's not Michael J. Fox. No, Michael J. Fox was perfect. He didn't have the chemistry that... This uh, is one of those movies where I think the casting is perfect. Oh, the chemistry between Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd is just perfect. It's also crazy to think that everything in this movie is is in the past now. Even the future, even in the second one, yeah, we go to twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen. I remember watching this on uh, on October twenty first, twenty fifteen, to celebrate it. Yeah, <laughs> and like how? <laughs> well, I have a whole theory why, if they did a fourth one, like why the future is different. Yeah, but. That would be interesting. That would... I'll save that.
So it took him 30 years. But it took Tony Stark like an hour? Yeah, like a, an <laughs> evening of brainstorming. I mean, he did have an advanced AI in future technology. <laughs> I love his faces. Uh, <laughs> a little, a little more of a kick. <laughs> Sorry, we're not talking. I was just watching this. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie. Did he just invite him so he could film all this? I think so. <laughs> He has live radioactive plutonium. Sketchy guy, like, honestly. <laughs> Marty, you shouldn't be hanging out with him. <laughs> but you should because time travel. Yeah, honestly, I'd hang out with him, too. Yeah. It'd just be really good entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> So he was originally going to go to 2010. Uh, what an era. 2010. <laughs> wow. But at the end of the movie, he changes it. Does he? Yeah. Huh. He does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really convenient when he goes to 2015 that he gets the Mr. Fusion thing where you can just put trash into it. Yeah. It just, it just works. Uh, that helps solve this problem in the future movies. <laughs> Those are the Libyans. The, the Libyans. <laughs> just two guys in a van. Yeah, that's why you reload first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I forgot about that. So... Do you think he really dies there? 
I don't see why not. I think he does, but the the theory I was talking about says maybe he doesn't. Huh. Maybe he always knew to put the bulletproof uh, vest on. Encourage Marty to get into the time machine. So he can go back in time and not be lost in the 50s, but don't invite him over and he won't be lost in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> I think that theory just further contributes to why Doc is insane. So I don't yeah. really like that theory. Yeah. I... <laughs> I mean, what's worse, that he deliberately planned all this or it all happened on accident? <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. I think it's worse if he planned it. JC but this Penny is the perfect setup, on. though. He set it back to 1955, the day he discovered time travel. He has to escape. And at this point, he's not time trying to time travel, but he will once he hits 88. Yeah. And he's no, just being is... stupid, and he's like... He's like... Oh, they have RPG. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he has a reason to go drive faster. Right no, that's true. It's cool how they do this part, this transition here. Oh, yeah. Now he's at the farm. I like how his kid shows him the comic book or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's got the hazmat suit on. <laughs> okay, we got to talk more. We got to talk. Um, it's hard to talk during this movie. It's I just, know. It's just, I just want to watch it. Um he just grabs his shotgun I'm surprised they didn't have a shotgun when they first came out that is true what would you do if uh... Peabody That's why it becomes a lone pine in the future. <laughs> yeah. 
I do like your idea if they did do a fourth one, like some minor thing that you want to think of that they changed or did. Yeah, that they didn't cause real- some. Yeah, they didn't realize would change. It ended up causing some cataclysm or something. It's not built yet. <laughs> she reacted very harshly there. Yeah. Don't stop or we'll die. <laughs> Is that what she said? Maybe they think he's a commie or something. No, he's not wearing red. He can't be a commie. That's true. Oh, yeah. It's pu- push it in neutral, right? Yeah. Put it in neutral, hide it behind the the billboard. Yeah. Just hope no one sees it or messes with it. Yeah. It's a classic song. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> See, now it's not porn. Yeah. It's a film of Cattle, Ronald Reagan. Cattle Queen. The 50s, and I think my Fallout works with the 50s aesthetic. It's such, it's like, that's the golden age of America, of Americana. Yeah, 50s style is really cool. It's, like... The, the architecture and the the, the cars and when all you that go sort to like stuff. a classic American diner, more often than not, it's going to be themed after the fifties. Yeah, not after the thirties or the no, or the no, because the thirties eighteen or the eighteen eighties. Eighteen eighty theme. The fifties is classic America. Yeah, so that's when you think Americana type of stuff. Yeah, that's what you think. Clock tower is still there, but it hasn't been struck by lightning yet. But I love how I know he's like in awe and everything, and I don't know what I would do. Nice place to live. If you went back thirty years in the past, it'd be the early nineties. But would you walk around like, whoa, whoa, what is this? If I went, if I would be freaking out. If I went through uh, time, if I time traveled on accident. Yeah, I would absolutely be like really confused. <laughs> I, I I'd be like him here. Honestly, I think our clothes and stuff would work in the nineties. We just go back in time, like no one would know anything. Yeah, they would ask you what flogging molly is because that doesn't exist. Yeah, in the early nineties. <laughs> I mean, David King does. Yeah, but he would be in fast way. Yeah, <laughs> at that point. And I guess my shirt would work. Pink yeah, Floyd. Pink Floyd. People, <laughs> people knew about Pink Floyd in the 90s. But as soon as I pull my phone out, 
<laughs> yeah, that's what. Because if someone was like, "Oh, what's flogging Molly? What's that on your shirt?" I'd be like, "Oh, it's just a band." Yeah. <laughs> You'd just be like, "You've just never heard of them." Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how every ask, everyone asked him if he was like a sailor or in the Coast Guard because of his puff vest. Yeah. coffee <laughs> pepsi free was it wasn't that the pepsi that just didn't have the coloring in it it was just clear yeah or was I think that crystal so. pepsi oh uh, i don't remember uh pepsi free is, didn't have sugar in it but i don't know if it was the oh one. that was just a diet one back then crispin glover does great and biff does great i forget the actor's name though uh. Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah. They're both great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how he immediately jumps in to make fun of him. Yeah, he's he's on defense mode. He's yeah. I always imagine if I went back in time and met my dad back in high school. Would your dad bully you? I feel like my dad would be the Biff in the situation. He wouldn't be as of a, much of a jerk, but he'd be the jock. <laughs> and I would probably find some guys to play D&D with or something. Yeah, I would probably. <laughs> or maybe play some music. But <laughs> Yeah. I'd go play some D&D or some music with someone. That, and that, yeah. That's something that could translate my, well. My dad was not a jock, but he was still an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You're bigger than me. True. Oh, yeah, that guy's... Yeah, he's mayor. Yeah, he, he's the mayor in the future in 1985. <laughs> is that what causes him to be a mayor in the first place or does it just further like does it advance that faster maybe, maybe it causes it maybe because marty's the one that gave but him then the that idea. goes with the theory that marty accidentally traveled back in time originally uh, true yeah and the only reason this works out is because he has the pamphlet he accidentally travels back in time. He goes to Doc's mansion, but he doesn't have He has no proof, and Doc doesn't believe him. He thinks he's just an insane kid. Yeah. Uh, so some know. of the things, that's why some of the things are the same. But after this, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he, like, almost, this is where he starts... 
This is where he destroys his, his existence almost. Yeah. Also, yeah, he's a peeping Tom. He's dead. George. I mean, it was 50s. I mean, what else are you going to do? You can't just look it up on your phone. But still, that's not good. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so he was supposed to get hit by the car here. Then Marty gets hit by the car. <laughs> which isn't good. I love this movie. It is... It's definitely something I don't think like Disney would put out nowadays. No, no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> him, um, his mom wanting to do it with him. <laughs> another one of them. <laughs> yeah, another one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Man, if I take my shoes off, yeah, take your shoes. It's like off. getting hot. I've not had my shoes on all day. And yeah, it's still really hot for us here. Yeah, so. not as hot as last week, but. Still pretty still Still, we're in a room with no windows open, no air conditioning, because we're podcasting. Nineteen fifty five. Fifty five. I love how they redo this scene in every movie. <laughs> that would be so weird. Then. He's <laughs> <laughs> not wearing pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calvin. Oh, Calvin Klein. Yeah. (laughs) I love how his mom said, like, she never did anything like this. Yeah. And, like, as soon as he meets his mom in the past. like, no, she was kind of... (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. I love the performances in this. Put on your pants. Quick. <laughs> yeah. And that's his mom. But she doesn't know that. There's not a lot of people who have said that sentence to me. Put on your pants. He's just like, yeah, I know them. They're like my aunts and uncles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's the one that's in jail all the time. (laughs) I feel like nowadays, family wouldn't 
make you dinner and stuff. I feel like if anything, they would have called the ambulance. You would be you would wake up in the hospital. In most cases, yeah, yeah. But I suppose if if someone in my family brought home someone that they hit with their car, and then and then, and then if they, they brought him home, they, but they even and bring they, him they home were and, the they, first place. and they were fine, I would be like, okay, well, let's, I'll buy you dinner or something. Yeah, but uh, no, if I hit someone in my car, I would not bring them home. No, <laughs> I would. Uh, Take him to the hospital. <laughs> There's a lot of things he does here that could really f- screw up with the timeline. Yeah. He's lucky it doesn't. No, he's really... You know, the TVA would have come in by now. Yeah. I have a comment on this on this next dialogue (laughs) you should know who John F. Kennedy is he's a senator but I guess not everyone know that. But he was an active politician and a senator in 1955. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. He was around. Massachusetts senator, I believe. I don't know. <laughs> His mom's really horny. Yeah. It's <laughs> just so weird. <laughs> I like his I like her dad, his grandpa. <laughs> he has a he, he's logical. He makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's an idiot. I would be like, yeah, he's, he's. <laughs> Doc must have had a like rich family. <laughs> He was a nuclear physicist. But he wa- he wasn't then. Oh right. Or maybe he was. But there's the Back to the Future Telltale game that you go back in time and see teenage doc in the thirties. Oh yeah. And like you fight mobsters. <laughs> One of them's a Biff Tannen's answer. I love also, that's weird. This kid shows up and he just brings him in his apartment. Just don't say a word. Just don't say a word, just come on in. Wear a big headgear thing. Because everyone thinks he's a sailor. (laughs) He's like, you're crazy. (laughs) 
That's <laughs> all he's worried about. Yeah. See, if he didn't have proof, he would be screwed. But that's not enough proof. See, his brother's already fading. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be like it'd be like if someone came from the future now and was like, I'm like, who's president? And they're like, George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine going back. Yeah, imagine going back in time or to the look, 80s and you said Trump was yeah, the president. Donald Trump. <laughs> be like, He's not anymore, though. <laughs> Don't want to get political, but that's a fact. It's old Joe Biden now. Yeah, old Biden. <laughs> okay, so he just told him the, the whole story about the toilet thing. I really feel sorry for 1955 Doc, and I'll tell you why. Okay. And the third one, he goes back to 1950. Well, no, he's stuck in 1955, and he runs back to 1955 Doc after he's just sent Marty back to the future. Nah. He's like, but I just sent you back to the future. He's like, yeah, but now I'm back, and I need you to... <laughs> and like, But he doesn't ever get the time travel. He's like, my God. 1955 Doc is only sending Marty to time travel. He actually never does. But never actually time traveling himself. Not until 30 years later. Yeah. You're an exactly old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that logic. No wonder the president has to be an actor. He has He's to look, look good on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. It is very arguable that TV and like TV debates have changed politics a lot, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I saw some of the Dalai Lama said that the next Dalai Lama is going to be very good looking. <laughs> because because he's like because no, people won't listen to right people who aren't good looking. Well, it's that, but it's also it changed how presidents interact 
with the public, with the citizens of the United States. Yeah. Because for a long time, the president would actually be very behind doors, uh, closed doors, you know. Yeah. Wouldn't really be a major public figure. I was like the State of the Union was uh, uh, initially supposed to be like one of the times a year that the president actually addresses people. No, exactly. Like the (laughs) one time. Bolts of lighting. (laughs) (laughs) But we do know. (laughs) His eyes. All right, Christopher Lloyd, the way he (laughs) with his eyes is amazing. But yeah, if he didn't have that pamphlet, he would have been stuck in the 50s. Yeah. Roll credits. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, sequel dun, time. Dun. <laughs> I love this. I have some questions about the photograph thing why would he just be missing his head in the photograph yeah it would just be like uh, it's like I think it's uh, it's signifying like it's they're slowly fading away because it's not too late to fix right hasn't quite happened yet but he just set the things in motion. But eventually, and one of them, I think in part three, there's a photograph of the gravestone. First, it has Doc's name on it. Then it has Clint Eastwood, because that's what Marty goes by. Yeah, but then yeah. it just has nothing, a picture of n- nothing, just the <laughs> ground. It's like, why would, why would they take a picture of the ground? Wouldn't the picture itself eventually fade away? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. He is the classic, like, nerd. Yeah. Like, 50s nerd, which is the classic nerd, I would say. He's the Peter Parker before he became Spider-Man. But without any of the cool edginess. Oh, original, Andrew Garfield has. original Peter Parker did not have any edginess to him. True, <laughs> I mean, like the the '60s Peter. Maybe Parker. Crispin Glover would be good then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you seen a deep fake of this scene? Ooh. Tom Holland is uh, Marty, and um, Robert Downey Jr. is oh, uh, Doc. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. It's almost freaky. Yeah, how good it looks. Deep fakes are kind of tricky to pull off. Well. But when you do pull them off, they look really good. It's actually kind of freaky how much Robert Downey Jr. looks like him. Yeah. Like similar facial structures. 
That's the worst haircut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I love this part. He just walks off. Totally ignores him. I think George McFly, other than the weird haircut, is a good-looking guy. Crispin Glover? He's kind of weird-looking. He looks like well, Goblin I mean, to me. At least in this. like <laughs> He grew into the Goblin features, but... Because <laughs> he, he grew his hair out later. True. And his hair kind of poofs outwards. He also played... He was Grendel in the Beowulf movie. He did the motion capture for that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's a really weird Grendel in that. That's a really weird movie. Yeah. I, There's never... parts of it I like. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've, I'm not. I'm still undecided about how I feel about that movie because it's uh, parts of it are fun, and parts of it are really the weird. action scenes are cool and well done. I think. Yeah, but there's some weird parts. But it changes the lore, and it's just weird and the Angelo, it's uncanny. The Angelina Jolie sex parts. Well, are and that weird. whole technology, like in Polar Express, the same thing. Yeah, that where it's like good valley. animation, but it's just off. That's why I think the best animation, they don't try to look like humans. Yeah. They're more stylized. I think a good recent example is uh, Soul. Oh, yeah. Because that one has very incredibly realistic movement, lighting, textures, all that stuff. Yeah. But the people are still cartoon people. Pixar is really amazing at simultaneously, like, uh, like walking that line of creating a, a animated world that is realistic, but also still a cartoon. Yeah, I think they do it better than any other studio. I does. think Luca. I haven't seen Luca yet, but that I've one is pretty fun. I've heard it's pretty decent. I heard it's just fun. It's yeah. not like deep. It's not emotional. It's not like that's, a that's, contemplative thing. That's what I've heard is so many of the Pixar movies, like the Pixar movies that kind of they have to flop. have like a are the ones that try to do the traditional Pixar thing of being really deep and emotional and don't do it very well. Right. And Luca just didn't try. Yeah. And it's just... But it's like, just on Disney Plus Like they're free. trying to win a race or something like that. <laughs> something. It's just a summer in Italy and they're sea monsters. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's a town that hates sea monsters. Yeah. So they have to stay in disguise. Yeah. So he's like, I, I can't take rejection. Also, Biff, <laughs> no hate towards the actor. He's like the worst example of what a guy could be. Yeah. He's a terrible human being. Yeah. And which is <laughs> funny in the second one. Yeah. Because <laughs> they base his character off of Trump <laughs> and the alternate future. I love how Biff always has his buddies in every timeline. Oh, yeah. It's the like same. A different he, version of them. It's like the same guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love so make that. like a tree and leave, right? Yeah. Because of leaves. But I like that. I've heard people <laughs> yeah. quote, it, quote it like that before. I oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah, people quote that more than the real joke. Make like a tree and get out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love how he's just chasing his dad around. 
He's like, like, I just like I met you today, and you're chasing me across. <laughs> so people ask, why don't they remember Marty when they named their son Marty and all this stuff? He was only interacted them for like a few days. Yeah, a like few a week. days. Back in their teenage years, do you remember that much? We're no. not even that old. I think that, like they at, at most they remember him as a person, but they may they might not they probably don't remember what he looks like. Some people think that George actually does remember him. Yeah. And that he knows about the time travel stuff, but he's quiet about it cuz he knows it made his life better <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he's like I'm not going to fuck He's it not going to fuck it up, so, you know, I love this part. <laughs> he plays the Van Halen. <laughs> Edward Van Halen. Like Edward that. Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start referring to him as that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> you can't do that, Marty. You can't do that. Can't do but that. But since it's before those existed, I'll let it slide. Yeah. But you just crossed Star Wars and Star Trek. But so in the future, he writes the book about that. So. Would he have copyright issues with George Lucas and whoever created Star Trek? Because he would argue that he came up with those characters first. Well, yeah. Darth Vader and Vulcan. Well, well, because it, he actually experienced that and believed that it was an alien, maybe he wouldn't be like, oh, I came up with those characters. He'd be like, this happened. This happened. So I don't own these characters. I'm just telling what happened. But then... I feel like that alone is already going to cause issues. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about it. Doc would hate Captain America for time traveling. Yeah. Because he, he just doesn't have any regard to it. I know he returns the stones, but then he goes back in time and gets with Peggy Carter and stuff. I, but I, the Marvel Universe that works... I yeah, get, in the Marvel universe, I've, I guess the TVA let that slide. TVA let it slide, or like, or it was supposed it seems to like happen. Big decisions is what splits timelines, not just everyday decisions. In like at least MCU logic, yeah. So like, Captain America could theoretically go back. If he laid low and lay low. And well, no, it wouldn't fine. change. It would create a new timeline. Create a new timeline, or maybe a new reality, in, or maybe in the timeline that they were in, he. He had always existed in that timeline. Also, I know we're talking about Back to the Future, but it's weird. And Loki, they yeah. explain that he's a variant, but what the Avengers did was supposed to happen the whole time travel, time heist. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the only reason Loki escaped with the Tesseract is because the Avengers messed up because yeah. of their time travel. That's which what Loki means, says in the show. Yeah. He makes which I game. still think that he isn't a variant. Yeah. They're just lying to him. Yeah. We'll definitely have to talk about Loki just using when, him when the season's over. Absolutely, I love this part. That's so weird. Even in the fifties, that's weird. Going up to someone saying, "I'm your destiny." I'm your density. Oh yeah, he said density at first. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm I, I'm gonna rob him. Honestly, like people like that, where it's like a bully that's a bully to the point of like I'm banning you from this diner because I can because I'm the bully and I can say so. Yeah. How has he not gotten his face beat in with a baseball bat by now? No, I know, right? Like, seriously, in real life, people don't typically put up with that shit. Well, the owner... Well, what if the owner not put up with that shit? Yeah, the owner would have called the cop. In real life, bullies get put up with, but not to the point of they own the diner. But I guess it's the 50s. You fend for yourself, like, yeah. type of thing. Oh, he invents skateboarding. Oh, yeah, invents skateboarding. It wasn't the, I forget their names, but the surfers that drained their pools. Like when there was oh, a low yeah. tide or something. <laughs> no, it was Marty McFly. Also, that's a weird, it's got like eight wheels on it. And they're like steel. Oh, no, uh, it's like a weird 50s thing, scooter thing. Yeah. It's a board with wheels. Whoa. Also, there's this one theory that, that explains why the hoverboard exists in 2015. Yeah. Because skateboarding technology advanced faster due to Marty McFly ah. inventing it earlier. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a theory, like, why 2015 oh, is different. I was, I was watching uh, Black Panther again recently, and there's the part where, you know... Uh, Agent Ross wakes up in uh, Wakanda and she's like, uh, sorry, they're talking about the plane or whatever. And she's like, uh, oh, it's just it's just like riding a hover bike. And he's like, does the double take like, what, you guys have hover bikes? Yeah. <laughs> I bet they have Shit. hover bikes too. Every version of Biff ends up getting manure port on him. Yeah. I'm still just like, <laughs> amazed that in this town they let the high school bully have so much like authority like agency and agency like, <laughs> and authority that he can walk into a diner and ban people i don't know we didn't live in the 50s i don't yeah i don't know how things were in the 50s but that just amazes me because that would not fly well nowadays. even back in eight well back in my dad's time back before the internet, essentially, bullying was a much more physical thing. It was than it is now. It still is, but it was nowadays. It's more cyberbullying. Cy bullying. It's cyber psychological. Sort of it's stuff, like, but it's just. It, I'm. I'm not talking about like the bully. The physicality of it. The You're physicality. Just talking I'm about, talking about the that he in this town, not just in the high school or among his peers. But in this town, he has such authority that he can walk into a diner and overrule the owner of the diner and say, George McFly, you're not well, allowed Well, it was busy. You could argue that the owner was going to do something. Yeah, true. But then Marty intervened. True, yeah. But I think also back in that day, they're like, oh, let the kids handle it themselves. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I wouldn't put up with that shit. I'd be like, you take that outside. Because back in the day. <laughs> you just keep it out of my damn business. Parents and adults were less, way less, like, intervening and less, like, helicopter parents. Yeah, they Kind of like, just let their kids do whatever. Like, kids can deal with it, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I could see how it's realistic, but it is... I like how Doc's, like, with his model, he's like, please excuse the model, I didn't have time to get it to exact scale and paint it. Yeah. <laughs> And Marty's just like, it's a good model. It's a good like, model. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, you're really, I, I think in all of the like, movies, Mar he I'm has sure that Marty's bit. just like, you just needed a map, dude. Like, you probably didn't even Actually, need you don't even need to do this. 
Yeah. You don't need a model. Like, a map at best will do fine. Yeah. But this is probably p- part of his whole, like, thinking process. He has to build a model and, like, actually do it. He's probably very OCD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably, like, his reasoning for building the model and stuff. He's, like, it po- the idea pops into his head to build a model, and he can't not do it. Yeah. Type Probably probably that type of thinking. But what some, is... Some people are like that. If <laughs> what does simulating the electricity head, have to, like... What is that going to do? It's just for, no it's just theatrical, if anything. Those are very steampunk goggles, though. I like those. I used to have a pair of goggles like that. Yeah, I do have a pair. They're welding goggles. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I did a costume where I dressed up as a mad scientist one year. Oh, there you so go. I bought goggles. <laughs> Not a Doc Brown mad scientist. No, 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 like, but uh, he is a quintessential mad scientist. Yeah, I did like a Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Okay, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris type of... It was the more like comic book with the, the double-breasted trench coat uh, and yeah, the yeah, yeah. gloves type of mad scientist. It was fun. It was a fun costume. <laughs> I love this part. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> his mom's knocking on the door. <laughs> it's your mom. It's your mom. <laughs> yeah, don't let her see that. Because she might just fade out of existence from looking at it. We don't know. We can't prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she followed him people in the 50s were creepy well you had to do you, you can't just look people up on facebook or snapchat you had to physically follow people <laughs> yeah we can stalk we can people follow people now. on instagram yeah we can stalk people online now that's less creepy I know, back then, you would have to look in a phone book, and if that doesn't work, you would have to literally follow them. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish we still had phone books that, like, actually had people in the, you know, like... For prank call? Well, because well, then I just, I've always wanted to, like, because you see in movies, people are like, you know, they're like, how do I get in touch with you? They'd be like, I'm in the phone book, look me up. <laughs> kind of want to... Wait, he's like, why not George? <laughs> Doc. Doc is very like <laughs> oh, oh god. His mom's really turned on him by him. And she has no she doesn't she's being she's well, no it's very, not she's being normal for herself, I guess. She's being very flirty and horny and has no regard but, to like that Doc is standing right, right there. there, like a foot away from Oh yeah, them. regardless of time travel stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I, like <laughs> Wouldn't be weirded out that like Doc is standing right there. Whoops, <laughs> Daddy O, good save, <laughs> good save. Good thing George McFly is oblivious of everything. Yeah, so. <laughs>
That's a nice bike. That is a cool bike. It's a cool bike. Cruiser. It's probably worth a lot now if it was like in that same condition. I feel like Marty's struggling to actually come up with stuff for George to do. Like the just, plan? Because he's, like, he's like so you're awkward. so pathetic. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I... should I swear? He's like, God damn it, swear. How do I work <laughs> with you? See, back in the... And talking to my grandma and stuff, like, she got married when she was 19. Yeah. Like, back then, it was way more plausible for, like, high school sweethearts to get together. That doesn't mean they love it. They probably yeah. divorce. But that happened way more often than it does now. I know like, a it couple was a way pe- more plausible thing. I know a couple of people who uh, were high school sweethearts. Well, yeah, it still happens. That, uh, but Are still together. Good for them, I guess. Good. Uh, uh, but there is more of a stigma to that. Yeah. I mean... Well, back even back when my mom was like my age, like there was a stigma that oh, if you better get married to a rich man, like yeah, that kind of thing. And I I don't think it's it's not the issue of like how many people you've dated or anything like that. It's I think that young is very young to well, you're, commit you're great, yourself to <laughs> that. Your frontal cortex isn't even fully developed yeah, yet. Yeah, like you should wait till you're <laughs> like you've fully develop before you commit yourself to a legal marriage. Yeah. I think that's the, my whole thing. I I mean, I feel like if there was a high school sweethearts who graduated from high school and then waited five years to get Go married. Go to college, figure life that, out. And, then... and if they were still together, yeah, sure. You know, that's less, that's not weird at all, I think. Oh, yeah. So he's wanting to tell Doc about the future. So he writes him a letter. He wants to save him from getting murdered. Yeah. Oh, and and because of the letter, Doc has the vest, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Because he actually does. Because later on he rips it up, but he puts it back together or something. Don't open until 1985. (laughs) That'd be a weird... What if someone sent you a letter that said, like, don't open till 2050? I would totally open it. (laughs) I would open it so fast. You got a permit for that? Of course I have a permit. Of course he does. I like this jazz band. Marvin Berry and the Starlighters. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a bass like that. Oh, yeah. A white it, bass. Just like that. White upright bass. Nowadays, there wouldn't even be a musician. There'd be like a DJ and like yeah. rave music and like strobe lights and lasers. If you're, if you're, if people doing cocaine. If you got offered to play a gig at a high school prom, would you would you take that gig? I would. Because I, <laughs> I, I imagine I, if you went in and like pulled like a big like joke and like did a jazz band thing. Yeah. <laughs> or I I think I could I, honestly. I feel like I'd be reluctant to act to play a high school prom as. I understand as that especially good DJs actually do have you know they understand how to use the turntable mix. And Being all that. a good DJ is a skill, but like I feel like you could also just go and plug your phone 
into an aux cord and just play the latest like TikTok songs, yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, that's this DJs. I <laughs> being a good DJ is a skill. I yeah, I want to take that away from them, but depending on the crowd. If you go to a high school, yeah. you can literally do what I it's like. Describe. If it's like a high school, t- like a prom, yeah, you just plug your phone in. They don't give a crap. Yeah. Yeah. Or play the Monster Zinc theme, ear rape version. Yeah. And scare everyone out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love his mom is, a, is drinking. And he tries drinking and he's like. Everyone smoked back then. She's like, you're sounding like my, my mother. mother. Yeah. He's like, don't you dare. <laughs> but especially back in the 50s, like smoking, no one knew it was bad. It was before like there was more information. About I think it. some people knew it was bad. They just v- did a very good job keeping that from the public. No, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, maybe by like the 80s and 90s, yeah, people knew it was bad, but they just kept smoking anyways. People keep smoking nowadays. Well, yeah, and they know it's bad. You've quit for a while now. Yeah, I've not had a cigarette good. in a long time. This is really... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a lot of the studios turned the movie down just because of this. Because <laughs> he's got to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't want to be a dick to his mom. Oh, my God. He's like, no, 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 stop it. (laughs) But then even his mom is really weirded out. (laughs) His face. My brother. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's Biff. Yeah, and then George punches Biff. Yeah. And doesn't win the fight, but <laughs> it's enough to No he does. does uh, he? He, yeah. I don't remember. I love how that guy always has the 3D glasses. <laughs> that way. <laughs> also, this part's really bad. Yeah, Biff's about to, yeah. Essentially, he's sexually assaulting her. Oh, yeah, they put him in the trunk. <laughs> the jazz man. Don't mess with jazz musicians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reefer addicts. Reefer addicts. Yeah, see, if I live, if I went and traveled back to the fifties and lived back there, I would just be. I'd probably just become a jazz musician. Yeah, honestly, because I'd be like, they're the ones who've got pot. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they're the ones that have clout and make money. Yeah, <laughs> I'd just go become a jazz musician. 
But this actually ends up being way better because he stands up to Biff, not Marty. Yeah, so not only does it make George look better, but it makes Biff look like a little bitch. Yeah. Also, he had his hand in her dress. That's really bad. So I'm glad he gets what he's what's coming to him. Do it, George. <laughs> Do it, George. Do it. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> Execute. Order but then he 60s. gets ballsy, says leave her alone. Oh, yeah. The key to their own fucking trunk. They locked it in the trunk. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I love this part. He just knocks them out here. (laughs) <laughs> because that's quite a swing there. <laughs> no, really, yeah. Well, that's the thing with bullies in general, though. Most of the time, they've never had anyone fight back. Yeah. And then when you finally yeah, do... Yeah, they don't know actually how to handle themselves in a fight. No. Because they, they pick on people they know... They either can, won't fight back or can't fight back. Yeah. Yeah, they, but they've never been in... You know, the whole pick on someone your own size, well, they've, they've, they've never done that. No, exactly. <laughs> George McFly. But he's still... They're still fading from existence. Uh, He's got to get them to kiss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not enough. You're like, what the f- <laughs> I love how bored he is playing the jazz stuff. <laughs> the guy's like, okay. Well, it's actually not jazz, this one. This is like a... Uh, the 50s. <laughs> Doo-wop. Doo-wop, yeah. Yeah. Harry Waters Jr. and Marvin Berry wrote a song. So, oh, wow. I did not realize that. Marvin, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I think we both are. Marvin Berry and the Starlighters was, was a real band. Really? Yeah. Huh. That wrote the song. I never knew he's that. He's forgetting how to play because he's he's fading. Chuck Berry is Marvin Berry's cousin in real life. 
Whoa, really? Wow, I never knew that. I thought they made that up. Okay. Oh, imagine if he faded out of existence in front of everybody. That'd be. That could cause a lot of problems. Like how George just throws the other guy on the ground. Oh yeah. Grow some balls, George. Yeah. Yeah. I I like I think George McFly does remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was possibly. like a big change in his life. Yeah. You would he'd remember that person. And now Mighty McFly and Vince Rock and Roll. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Rock and Roll. He does pick a, pick a perfect song at first to do. Oh, yeah. I want an old microphone like that. They make ones that look like that. I want like an actual yeah, one, an actual, though, because yeah, they've got like a certain sound to them. No, definitely. They pick up really quickly. No, yeah. <laughs> well, he said blues and B. Yeah, but they even got that those, those stops and they're in the riffs. Yeah. <laughs> That's still a good song. I love that song. Yeah. Chuck Berry rocks. Oh, yeah. I love how that gives him clout to be class president. Yeah, he, he knocked out Biff. Yeah. That's a nice guitar, I must say. I love that guitar. I love a nice Simahow. So he calls Chuck. <laughs> Yeah, a really, a really cool thing about um, Chuck Berry, if you listen to his guitar riffs, some of the uh, early bluegrass stuff like Bill Monroe yeah. um, and Bill Monroe playing the mandolin, if you listen to, listen to some Bill Monroe and some Chuck Berry back-to-back, and Chuck Berry was clearly very like influenced by oh, yeah, Bill definitely. Monroe. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, he starts doing like the Van Halen like tapping stuff now. <laughs> He must have put a lot of gain on that amp, a 1950s amp. Yeah, I. How do you <laughs> to do all this tapping <laughs> on, a, on an amp without like pedals and stuff? Is yeah, not easy. He kicks his amp over. That's kind of rude, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not even his amp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love this line here. <laughs> Kids are gonna love it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> good. <laughs> Kids are gonna love it. But yeah, the writers, uh, Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale have talked about how it's not the time travel that makes these movies good. Yeah. He said that's just a plot device. Yeah. It's, it's the family. It's the connections. It's the characters. It's like it's, it's, a, the it's a good, they're good characters with a good plot. And like there's the time travel stuff, but it's, it's, it's at its core, it's the plot about Marty trying to get his parents together. Yeah. That sort of stuff. And that time travel should never be the solution it only causes more problems yeah <laughs> he's like creepy he's like okay um what if him saying that freaked him out? I was like, oh, I don't want to have kids. Yeah. And that ruined everything. <laughs> Encourages him to ditch her right then and there. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I can never get past, like, how much I love Christopher Lloyd. He's amazing. And see, this first one was about Marty and his father. They're two main characters, actually. Yeah. One is Mother, too. But since Crispin Glover didn't come back for the second one, they changed it more where it's more... Well, they did the angle with the Biff, the alternate timeline thing. That's a Biff movie. Yeah, they focus more on Biff. But uh, then the third one is a Doc and Marty movie. Yeah. And I do like the third one. I, I, I think... No, the third one's fun. It has some charm to it. It's just not quite as good as the it's other It's like two. a bottle episode. Yeah. When resistance is hard to calculate. Yeah, he's very smart. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very, very smart man. <laughs> it's a wind-up alarm because it's still the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> This is a really good finale, too, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's classic. I remember when I first saw this as a kid. Just so amazing. Yeah, like, like you were saying, like the time travel stuff, it's not what makes the movie good, but it does allow for a really good finale like this. Well, no, like, the time travel is like... It adds to it. It makes it... It's a great plot device. It's really it's fun, but the core of the story really It's about Marty it's, and his family. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the characters. 
like if you I know we rail about the Star Wars sequels a lot, but I just want to say what makes Star Wars good isn't the space battles. Yeah. In my opinion, it's the it's the hero journey. It's the hero journey. Yeah. And then the relation between Luke and his father. Yeah. It's relationships relationships between characters, the hero journey, the Classic, it's just uh, set in that universe with star battles. Yeah. You got to have a good story first before you do any kind of experimental universe or world or whatever. Yeah. The story, I think that the story should come first. I mean, I think you could have your basic idea for a setting originally, but that shouldn't dictate the story. Oh, I love how they barely make it. Yeah, they're cutting it real <laughs> close. <laughs> I think this part of the movie repeats in every single movie. Yeah. Like poetry. Let me try to drink more rum. <laughs> More Hence, rum. I said try, because I'm out of ginger ale, so I'm just drinking it straight now. Yeah, I have some cranberry juice in the fridge. <laughs> There's no way he can hear you. Was he yelling at him there out of like did did Doc lose the letter? Or did it was because Doc Yeah, he tore the letter up. Oh right. And Marty's just gonna try to say it to him, but now it's too late. He can't say it. He just has to go. I think why well for one time I don't think timelines are as fragile as Doc thinks they are. Yeah, I, but I also think one of the reasons it works out and doesn't cause some kind of crazy problem or paradox or whatever is because he chooses to read it later on. Yeah, just it's like, not right, because he's being forced. Just like before it happens. Yeah, and also this, yeah, some like it that. doesn't. It doesn't affect exactly. most of his life. It only probably affects like a couple days worth of yeah. his life knowing that knowledge. Um, that and yeah, I think you're right. I think I think the timelines are not as fragile as Doc thinks they are. Yeah, like little little things probably don't. Make but then again, butterfly effect—that's a little thing. Yeah, I remember reading this story when I was a kid. Of like a time travel thing where, uh, you know, and it, in the beginning it made, it showed like you know the, it set the set the scene of like you know there's a presidential election going on and all this sort of stuff. Someone just won president, and they go back in time to the dinosaur era, and they have this footpath laid out like you can observe things from this footpath. This guy steps yeah. off of the footpath and steps on a butterfly. That's a butterfly flag. And then, and then and then he goes back in time and the person and the result was the person who won the presidential election was the other person. Yeah. 
because of he stepped on the butterfly. You do one thing, and that somehow like yeah. is like a domino effect, and that can make big changes. I don't remember what the name of the story was. It doesn't have to be yeah. something major. But at the same time, I don't think that would have anything to do with anything if you killed a butterfly in the dinosaur age. Yeah. But we don't know. We don't know for <laughs> sure. I mean, that was the point of the story, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I love... They're really cut, not everything starting. close. Like, he's hanging not there. Starting. The car's not starting. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he finally... Um, he finally plugs it in, but then it unplugs on the on the other end, right? I don't remember. I think so. Just hanging on his pants. Because he said at the beginning of the movie, uh, when he first arrived in the 50s, something's wrong with the starter, too. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Damn it. It's Yeah, it snags on That's the me trying to, like, hook up my pedal board. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Great Scott. Oh no, he just screams. <laughs> just screams. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> it doesn't require Great Scott. <laughs> no. Do you think they would ever like figure out how to get a power source? Or would he just be lost in the 50s? Eventually, but it'll take a long, long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then again, and third one, and I'm not saying I really like this bit, but he does invent a time train in the 18, like, 90s. Yeah. Out of nothing. He would have figured it out. Well, I think he out. left the hoverboard, but that's all he had from the future. Yeah, he would have figured it out, but it would have taken a while, though. Yeah. Also, it's a really cool effect, but that's not how electricity works. It's yeah. just instant, <laughs> basically. I mean, it's technically not instant. It's like at the speed of light. Yeah. But to the human eye, very it's fast, instant. But. You want to see it traveling. Okay, here it is almost. <laughs> Is this a coincidence or not? 9-11. 9-11. That's stupid. It's really weird. Come on. Even you have to admit. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, what makes it really weird, though, and we see it a little bit later here, is the fact that it was the Twin Pines Mall. And then the Lone Pine Mall. And then it's Lone Pine Mall. And then you get the 9-11 imagery and all that. Yeah. It's weird. And in the second movie, there's another thing that kind of points towards that. Um, Oh, yeah, this homeless guy. (laughs) Red. Damn it. It can travel through time, but it can't start consistently. Yeah, as a faulty starter. <laughs> yeah, Doc, he he managed to invent a time machine out of a DeLorean, but didn't manage to like update the alternator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Good shot. Deja vu. So for that short amount of time, there's two Martys and two DeLoreans. Yeah. Those damn, uh, what are they, Libyans? Yeah, Libyans. <laughs> He's doing very good, like, dad impersonation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would really hurt, though. Getting shot multiple times with AK 47 bulletproof S. Be really bruised up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a bulletproof vest that can stop an AK-47 is impressive. Those things have a lot of stopping power. That's like military grade. Yeah, at least. Well, it did knock them back quite a bit. Yeah, AK-47s can shoot through cinder block, though. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they've got stopping power. (laughs) But they do have bulletproof vests that can, like, potentially save you from, like, a sniper rifle. Like a fifty cal. Yeah. So it does exist. It exists, but it's high... It's expensive. But if he managed to steal plutonium, he could probably steal a bulletproof vest. Yeah, that's reasonable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. And, I mean, he did invent a time machine. 
Maybe he invented that vest. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> CC, he said he's going 30 years in the future now. <laughs> and I guess that's because, well, he said it's a nice round number, but I also think it's because Marty was sent 30 years in the past. So he's like, oh, it's. Yeah, he's being cheeky. Cheeky, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he probably, maybe he already went to 2010. He was like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 2 is not even out, and that movie's not even that good. Yeah. <laughs> What's Watch- a good 2010 movie? 2010? <laughs> God, I know they exist. I don't remember. <laughs> they do. Ex- Inception? No, that's 2009. Dark Knight? That's 2008. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Hang one of the Hangovers. The Harry Potter Seven came out. Uh, I thought that came out in like 2011. No, it's 2010. I looked it up. Uh, 127 hours. Inception. Pretty, Inception was 2010. No, that was two 2009, wasn't no, it? No, it was 2010. What? According to Google. Uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island's pretty good. That's underrated. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, yeah, they come in the choice. That was a great year for movies. <laughs> uh, the Jeff Bridges True Grit came out in 2010. That's a good movie. That's good. I like that movie. It's one of my favorite westerns, actually, that version. Yeah. Mega Mind came out in 2010. That's underrated. I like that one. Yeah, there's a lot of mediocre movies that came out in 2010. And like underrated ones. Yeah. So everything's better now. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, he's his dad is still a dad, but he's a cool dad, cool eighties dad. And maybe his mom's not an alcoholic anymore either. <laughs> but that's still left to be answered. Yeah. She could have a hidden stash somewhere. And they're, like, letting him go out to the lake with her? <laughs> That's almost a little too good to be true. <laughs> now Biff works for him. This auto detail. That's a nice BMW. That is, yeah. That act, the I forget his name, but that actor looks exactly like that now. Like they nailed, <laughs> they nailed it with Biff. It's pretty impressive. Um. Match me in space. So that's the weird part. That makes me think he knows. 
Yeah. I've, if he wrote a whole book about it, that means he remembered it well. Yeah. He probably already started writing it back then because he was already a like a wannabe writer. Yeah. So I, I bet he started writing it. I then. bet he. I bet he knew. I bet he knows. Yeah. It's drugs. It's drugs, Jennifer. It's drugs. <laughs> it's the eighties. I was this on a big whole, cocaine binge. Yeah, this whole movie was a cocaine binge. <laughs> <laughs> you just went went and had a cocaine binge with a so, disgraced okay, nuclear scientist. Alternate. Oh shit! Did I tell you about my idea for a Back to the Future Four sequel? I think. So. Where basically it's still 1985 in the beginning movie, and then Doc shows up again. He's like, "Marty, we got (laughs) yeah." I love this. Every movie, every every (laughs) he can never like like every movie will start with just like five minutes after the last. And for Marty, it like takes everything takes place like within a week, maybe. Yeah. Don't you think it's weird that he wants to bring her along that <laughs> he wants to go to the future because his kids are a-holes because his kids suck. But that seems like the opposite of what Doc would have done because that's messing with the timeline, right? Yeah. But he's Rose. not going back in time. He's going to the future, future. So I guess so uh, he doesn't care as much about the timeline. True. Because it won't affect him as much. Yeah. Because now he's a time-traveling god, essentially. <laughs> he just time-travel everyone. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Back to the future. Last day to watch, June 30th. That is a fun movie. I do not want to preview Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. That That's stupid looking. Are you sure? That's, um, that's amazing. But yeah, that was great. There you go. There was Back to the Future Part 1. Um, if you were just listening to it, I hope that was some sort of fun. But if you watched along, then kudos to you because yeah, that would that, that's good. That's just a good movie. You got to watch it. So there you go. Here's your back to future commentary. <laughs> uh, any last words? Uh, no. Uh... We gotta get back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we will see you in the future. Yes, uh, next week. Like probably. a week from now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If things line up right. We should uh, roll that outro. There it is. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcast. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.